Hi, and welcome back to the Hole in the Head Moto Storytime Podcast. I'm Andy, and I have a lot of old motorcycles. This season of the podcast is an evolving conversation with one of my closest friends that ultimately results in a ridiculous endeavor during a worldwide pandemic. Every adventure starts with a conversation, and this one is well underway. In our last chat, we were in awe about the universe's master plan to fulfill Blaine's lifelong goal of having a particularly collectible motorcycle without the prerequisite of my untimely demise. So a passed up BMW led to a purchased BMW, led to a space becoming available in my garage, which was promptly filled with a Moto Guzzi, which introduced a very attainable Moto Marini 3.5. But of course that's all irrelevant until he actually gets the bike. Which brings us to this week's conversation. Blaine is a little pouty, again, but with good reason. I dropped the ball and did not get over to see the Marini like I wanted to. But not to worry, the guy hadn't sold it. I was just having a particularly bummer week. So, with my pity party ups and downs, these conversations and Blaine's utter lack of sympathy have been a welcome distraction and an opportunity to recalibrate some of my priorities, which we'll get to in a later episode. So, here we go. Episode 5 of the Hole in the Head Moto Storytime Podcast. In this episode, Unfulfilled Obligations, Blaine Poo-Poo's Everything, A Mini Dakar Bike, and Murder Hornets. Yeah? What do we got? We got a lot to talk about. Evidently, you're too damn busy to give me any sort of meaningful <laughs> update or movement on the Marini purchase. That okay. is basically in your backyard. Yeah. Now, if you remember last week, I said, please don't play that mediocre bullshit role where you think, well, if I have time, oh, all of a sudden I have to do my work, or I don't think my wife would really appreciate it if I left the thing. I said, we can't be that guy that yeah. only has the motorcycles that his wife lets him have. All yeah. Right? Hey. So I'm right. asking you, I'm, right. I, just, I just wanted to tell you right now, hey, the bar was abandon your job, abandon your career, abandon your family, because we can acquire the marini you know now in the week since i had that discussion with you there's been no movement on the marini so there's what been... i'm assuming is is that you put some family issues or some professional issues above the acquisition of the marini hey, is that I'll, is that what happened i'll be honest with you i think you're spot on there's been other there have been some things that come up and in hindsight i i wished i had hound dogged this marini the moment I got off the phone with you and then the guy, by the way, I did talk to the guy. We haven't really talked since I talked to the guy, but yes, given the last week in retrospect, I should have been nose down getting that goddamn Marini for my friend Blaine. Because that would have been way more meaningful than probably anything else that of the <laughs> obligations that you had you to have follow no, through with. You have no idea how okay. much more meaningful that would have been. Yeah. So, so you know that now you've set you set the course for a story to unfold, and it's going to be like you know choose your own ending. One of them is someone else got the Marini, which means I'll probably never speak to you again, and that means <laughs> I'm back on for letting you die. Yeah. Right. Well, and now, now I, potentially I mean, with a reason. And I know it's complicated because I you know I realize on the other hand I've said hey I would let you die for your Marina that had that that probably had to hurt your feelings a little bit and then you thought well hey I don't know if I need to get, work that hard to get this guy a motorcycle he's offered <laughs> to kill me so I yeah. mean I I do know that this is some somewhat of a complex issue but the love of motorcycles and especially Italian motorcycles should have been the thing that pierced through all the bullshit yeah well okay so let's talk about what I did 
where I did get with the guy. Um, and I already it, got your text. He's hard at three thousand. He's rebuilt the motor. He's hard ish. He's hard ish at three thousand. He's had it for okay. twenty years or so. Um, and he bought it from I don't know somebody who didn't know what it was or didn't care or whatever. He kind of put his spin on it. He was going to put rear sets on it. So the state of it is that the shifter and the brake lever are 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 gone. They're not, or rather, they're off the bike. Okay, okay, that's tiny. Um, it's not a big deal because he still has them, so that's good. Right. Um, and so I, I, at this point, um, you know, there's no real, you're right. There is no real update except that in its given its state for three K, I want a runner that's ready to go. It is not that. So you know what I mean? So I don't have any real like fear or trepidation around it because at the end of the day, it's not my money. But if it were me, I, those are small things. Those are assembly except the shifter is kind of a weird, like it has a, a linkage that goes under the, the chassis under the engine. And it's kind of, if you don't have the right, if you don't have the part, that's a bitch to find, you know, or you can just go to right side shift. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Doesn't matter. So if those things are, are, you know, fine and you're going to do that anyway, great. Then it, then the, then the 3k is, uh, 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 reflective of its, well, rarity ish in your text you mentioned that he'd gone through the top end but it currently is not a runner because like it won't start or does not start or you can't ride it because he's got the linkage all apart the latter my understanding okay. is that it does start uh, and it runs and it's probably it will it starts and runs the same way that like my bull taco will like it, if i go in there yeah, yeah give it a little right. spritz you know it'll, it'll it'll fire up after 20 30 45 minutes of pedaling um my assumption and uh yes i know i just want to bring up the fact that yes that is an assumption because your promise to go and see it in person went yeah. unfulfilled so of course we're going to deal with your assumptions it's been a long week it's been yeah. a long week. well i i don't i don't mean to make it any longer but, but i mean you realize it's been a long week here as well yeah, you've been on pins and needles huh well <laughs> i mean today i almost when you said hey were you gonna take the call today i thought well no because i'm on the i'm on my way to seattle to look at a marini and so i may not have coverage because i'm driving you know well across the country Let's talk about to, to look at that. So, let's get an update on that. Let's get an update. Right. Okay, put your right. you know. Well, I, I think it's out there. I'm <laughs> mad. I'm pouting a little bit. <laughs> a little bit pouty. A little yes. bit pouty uh, because we've had no movement on the Marini project. I do have to concede that huh. it, you know, obviously my Marini is not your problem. <laughs> it is you know? now. It is now. So you know, I can't really bully you into it. I did as much as I could really to bully bully you into it. I've threatened your life. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I guess I'm just sort of at, at the mercy of, of fate, you know, which in my mind means, you know, you should probably just drive over there and get yourself a coffee and look at it. But obviously it's not that simple for you. Yeah. So I'm going to wait for things to simplify for you. Well, I appreciate that. Um, you know? But did and you, did you get the, uh, the one I sent you though? Yes, I saw the Kajiva, which I which is interesting. We should talk about it, but yeah. there's no way that's a bike that's going to gain any value. That's a quirky oddball. Yeah, you know, way off the way off in the left field uh, two stroke, which I like. I mean, I like it a lot, um, but uh, it's so oddball that you could buy it for what he's asking for, which is too much. Yeah, um, and then end up trying to sell it for what you bought it for, which is too much. And I think you could end up easily running out of parts um, and, you know, key issues for that bike. So I think you're just going to have that bike. 
you're going to really, a person would really think, wow, I got this really neat rare thing. People would be confused that rare is valuable. It is not. And it is not in the same class as an investment motorcycle. Sure. I've, it's a desirable I've, motorcycle. I've never seen one before. Yeah, I've seen, I've, I've seen the, uh, there's a few little two stroke Kajivas that come up that are like super motocrossy. Um, yeah. I've never seen, it just seems like, uh, by the way, what we're talking about is a Kajiva Tamanako. Uh, and it's, it's a little 125 CC two stroke, but it looks like to mini dock R adventure. It kind looks of like, bike. It, yeah. well, oh, God, you're so, you're so judgy today. <laughs> Christ, well, because, because every word as it leaves my mouth, it feels unfulfilling and hollow it's and bitter just, because it's, it's not about it's not about <laughs> the motorcycle that I wish we were talking about that I thought would be in the back of your pickup. Well, okay, but anyway, yeah. but anyway, you're right. It's I don't mean to say that it's a poser bike, but I was going to say that Europeans in general have much more appreciation for those those kind of rally lookalike bikes, um, light dual sports or major dual sports, and I love every one of them. Every single one of those Euro- European bikes I love. And in the Marini category, I love the Camel and the Kangaroo. Um, I mean, you know, those are just the neatest things ever. And we never got to see those here. So I feel, yeah. you know, like the Euro guys have been way, way ahead in understanding that whole thing. And all those bikes are cool. Yeah. Well, I, I, that's kind of the reason I like it. Um, I, I think the Kajiva is handsome. Yeah, I like the way those bikes look, you know, and they, it looks it looks like a mini Doc R bike, you know. But for it's a hundred and twenty five cc. So I get what I'm getting at is like what's comparable, like eighties dirt Japanese dirt bikes, right? And they're right. super clean, super or, or rather they don't they're not fairinged out. It's an engine, a tank, a seat, right? right? Whereas this one is like it has the full complexity of fairings that the Elephant does. Which is kind of lovely. I think they're neat. I mean, they're terrible because, you know, you're going to tip it over and break it. Yeah. Um, and it's unreplaceable. I mean, you'll never find another one. Um, and then it'll end up just getting caught up from there. But the truth is, I like little bikes like that with fairings on them. I like the rally style fairings. I think it's a handsome little devil. And I think if you had it, it's a pretty good, it really is a pretty good bike for a Seattle guy. Because it's a. It's certainly small and nimble enough to go around town. It's a, co- it's a coffee shop bike. Um, you could disappear, you know, up in the mountains a little bit with it and dirt road it, um, you know, and it's lightweight. It's not nearly the, you know, you don't have to wrestle, you know, the weight of your elephant, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, this is a mosquito yeah, compared to your elephant. So I think it'd be, I think it's cool. And, but if I wasn't dealing with the aforementioned bitterness, <laughs> I probably could be Everything more excited about it. So tainted for you right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, and I know you have a personal story of hardship this week. No, of, of, I have of which, no story. I have no know, story. I was going to say, maybe offline we can talk about it, but the truth is I probably won't care, and I probably will just be, you know, at the minimum, you know, somewhat accepting of your point of view because it seems like I should be, but I've already said I'm, I'm pretty bitter. Okay. Well, right. you know what? Uh, we can probably call the guy if you want. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> how riveting it would be but yeah i had to work and so uh yeah we'll do that i don't know really the report i'm kind of waiting for is for you to see it and to tell me you know does it have gauges and clocks um well let's do that okay 
you here's, know, here's once, the... once, once you see it, I mean, I've already kind of resigned myself to the fact that I can't find one. This one has a little bit more mechanical work done yeah. to it. I mean, we're so back here's on the what, Here's where we're... Know, yeah, let's just talk about the, the goddamn Marini. And you're right. Let's finish this fucking Marini. <laughs> if I go... But no, no, no. What's going to happen is say I had happen? I had gone over there. Say I went over there yesterday and, yeah. I, and I saw it and I said, hey, man, it's great. Yeah. And you would have said, uh, does it... You know, when's the last time you did the vows? Right. I, say, well, I, I don't yeah. know. What, what, you know that. So let's do this. Let's do that. This is a lesson in how to buy a motorcycle by proxy. How to buy a motorcycle for your best motorcycle friend. Yeah. By, with that, with, <laughs> just with complete conjecture, huh, I bet you he's going to want to know this. And then right. I'll have that answer. Right? So well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write this right. down. So here's a few things I, I can go over yeah. with you. All right? Um, I don't care if it's missing the shifting linkage. Sure. These, okay. are, these are bits. I'm going to be able to make any of that stuff in my shop. So I don't care about that. I don't really care about hardly anything that's missing because I just want it. But if there's enough missing, then it affects the value. So like, I don't care about stock gauges at all, but if it doesn't have them, it does affect the, it affects that value. And at 3000, that's kind of the premium mark. Yeah. You know, number. And so if it doesn't have gauges, I would knock some money off of it. If it doesn't have linkage, I would want some money off of it, but neither of those are deterrents to me buying it because I don't care about those. To me, there's a, it's, it's a plus that, um, he went through the top end. Um, but that's just conjecture, right? Yeah. Unless he has a piece of paper and he bought some parts and it looks like he put some pistons in it and some rings and did some valve work. I mean, if he's got any documentation of it, well, then we can believe it. And that kind of puts us, you know, it, this number's bouncing up and down as we're talking, right? If it doesn't have gauges, number down. If it doesn't have linkage, number down. If it's got him in a box, you know, okay, yeah, that helps. If he says he rebuilt it, you know, I don't have any reason to believe that unless he's got some paper on it, you know? And so I guess what I'm saying is that I'm willing to go 3000 on it to get it. If there's enough of a story there from what you see and what you look at to say that, okay, you know, it's a premium price for a, for a bike that you're going to have to cut up and customize to finish, you know, or it's a premium price for one that could go the rest of the way as an original, you know, patina bike or restoration bike, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then we'd have to, you know, I, I would, I would ask your opinion on two. Well, I have one other technical question. I don't know anything about what the ignition is like on those. Yeah. Um, can you find those units if you need them? You can, um, but they're, they're, they ain't cheap. So here's the thing is they're, yeah. they're a weird ignition system. So they have what's you know, called a transducer and it's, right. not, it's not a points system. It's a hall sensor. So it's electronic ignition, which is but, lovely, except for the fact that it's it's, it's a middle seventies Italian electronic. Yes, <laughs> yes. So yes. The, the pickup is robust enough. I know guys are upgrading them, and I think that there's a there's a um, you know like a, a hall sensor is a hall sensor. You probably ought to make any of them work, right? Right, but there's okay. some that are fitted to this transducer, and the transducer, it's 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 like coil uh, condensed. I, I don't know what it is. It's a black box that's three hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay, that's the that's the You're that's I mean? the long and short of it. Yeah. And has anybody been successful in having those run for more than fifteen minutes at a time, or do you carry one under your seat and you buy everyone you can find? You buy everyone no... you can find, but they're okay. they're good enough because the only real way to kill them is to put twelve volts into them. 
Okay. So they, I, I, I don't, I fried mine before I got, <laughs> like the day I started working on mine, I fried the transducer because okay. I was futz, fussing around with electronic. It was all wires were everywhere. And so as I'm putting things back together, trying to put batteries and testing things, normally 12 volts goes to a, goes to a coil, which then goes to the points. Right. right. So of course I did that thinking that that's the way it would be. And then never got a spark after that. And after some testing, some of the guys on the forums were adamant that I needed to, you know, my entire system was fucked and I need to just strip the entire thing. Right, and, right. Uh, it turns out it was just this box, luckily. So it was only so the, 300. So the CDI box, is that what you're calling the it's transducer? It's not a CDI, it's a transducer. It's a transducer? Yeah, okay. it's the thing. It's not, it's not a CDI, it's not coils. He says he replaced the coils and I'm confused by that because yeah. I don't, uh, I can't... I, it's been a minute since I've been under that tank. Um, so I'll have to look at it again, but I don't recall there being coils. My recollection, my recollection is it's a transducer from which two um, HT leads go to your plugs. Okay. And all right. So uh, it seems to me that that's taking the signal from the hall sensor, right? Mm -hmm. And the hall sensors on the, camshaft or the or, or whatever right yep okay so then it seems to me that has it has anybody um decided that there's an aftermarket box that can just pick up the hall sense and then deliver you would think you can get you can get that I, on a on about a 50 different pieces will do that yeah no and that, no, that's nobody's, what I, nobody's done it I, and i okay. and so i mean this is this is a terrible you know topic that you know that has no real you know resolution but i i don't think that anyone's done it because i've looked for it and yeah. when i would try to because I mean, i'm the last person who's been 300 bucks on a single part yeah okay well that was that was one of my questions is that you know how delicate are, are those pieces and how available are they and you know like obviously if we find out later that um you know i can take some other ignition bits you know I, I've, I've taken stuff um i use this little harley davidson aftermarket box on my BMWs, mm -hmm. you know, and all it does is it just says, you know, hook up your hall sensor here. Um, and it put, gives you, gives you spark and you can even select different ignition curves on it. I mean, it's just a, it's just like a, a standard little ignition box with two, two leads coming out of it. Yeah. Um, so I'd be curious why that can't work, you know, or if you, or if you get that box, which is available at any Harley dealer, um, I forget what it is. Um, can you get the, uh, trans uh, or the uh, the hall effect sensor that matches it, so then you can just run the whole thing new. Then it because then then all you're supplying to it, like you said, is a generic 12 volts, and then you can forget the Marini shit. Yeah. So anyway, that's I realize we can't answer that, but I guess that would be part of the thing that would affect the value to me too. If you looked at it, hey, does it have spark? Does he have any extras? Did he go through? Did he do anything in that regard? to make us believe that it's going to have spark for more than 15 minutes on a wet day. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, and I think the, the external elements are, are not an issue. Like, you know, it, yeah, of course, if it gets wet, it's probably going to get fucked. But if for three K I want it to, I want them to just kick it over and start it up. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, you should be able to run it up to six gear somewhere. Yeah. You know, well, if you could shift it, <laughs> if you could shift it. Well, that's true. Just put a, just clip of ice grips on there. Well, okay. I, I mean, so I didn't really learn anything. I didn't write anything down during that whole that whole back and forth. But I understand what we're looking for now, which is pretty well okay. what I did earlier. So, so yeah. you know. Um, well, no, because I'm not I'm not real specific. Like I don't care about where it's rusty. Yeah. I don't care about you know where there's dings in the where it's bent. Yeah, uh, I don't care about any of that stuff because I can fix any of it. 
Um, but I would, the only reason I would care about it is if you, if you say, Hey, at $3,000, it's got a rough chassis. It's got a box of parts next to it. And they're, they're beat up. All the rubber's cracked. The, the cables are, you know, it's been stored outside in the rain or whatever, you know, then, cause then not all that adds up and that doesn't look to me like it's a $3,000 deal, you know? Yeah. Um, because we don't want it for $3,000, but I mean, we, if I have to swallow hard to, to do it, I would, if it had all around pretty good rubber. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> all around pretty good cables. Um, you know, like you said, if it, if it was Ryder, if you could with, you know, some fresh gas and a little, little, uh, little luck, ride it from there to your house and so, it would idle. So I will you know, send then, you, uh, realizing this is likely a ter- terrible episode, but I'm going to send you a, uh, link to a page I remembered about the Marini ignition system. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'll, I'll look that up and see what we can sort out on that. And so, then, but, that, that was the only thing that, that kind of made me nervous about it was when I looked and thought it had, Oh, electronic ignition. I thought, well, that seems great except for it's Italian. It's in the middle of the seventies. And I bet they changed that part from week to week. Um, you know, um, even among Marini's. And I guess the other thing I would just ask is that, do you think Marini was doing well enough to have that part spec for them? Or did they buy that part from some other oh, sure. Euro yeah. Motoplat, some other, you know, Euro trash provider. Um, and that, uh, you know, we can look beyond the, the brand to find it. Okay. Yeah. So now I'm remembering um, some of them had the coil connected to the box and other ones had a box and a coil. Um, okay. I don't believe, I believe mine was a, a single unit. Okay. Um, and then there's three different generations of the pickups. I'll, I'll send you this. Yeah. I'll send you this. Article. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. You're right. No one cares about that stuff, but nonetheless, I do uh, feel a little bit better. I feel 10% happier that we at least got this off my chest and that we've kind of defined good, you know, <laughs> but we're, we're still going to, you know, you realize it's going to be very awkward by next week. If yeah. Well, I've just, yeah. I mean, there's really nothing, you know, there's no real choice here. I, I'm just better figure it out. Better go. Yeah. Uh, or, or you can just tell me now and say, listen, I'm not going to get to it. If you want to get to it, get a flight and get up here and look at it, you know, or get in your truck and go look at it. It's your problem. Well, That's I'd love to, to say that to me. I'd love to see you. So <laughs> either way, you know, so I'll go look at it. I'll go look at it. Um, I do have some other motorcycle housekeeping this weekend. So that'll be, I'll do them all at once. I'm got, I got to go look at a fender for the Ducati. Um, and, and, you know, knowing that there is a pandemic on, um, going to buy a motorcycle and even having that guy bring the goozy over. Like, I don't really know how things work. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like my, uh, we don't shake hands. I don't, I don't, how, what do we do here? I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So, um, so that you have to oddly wear, enough, you have to wear your full face helmet the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just with the visor down. Like, I, I just don't know what to do. So, you know, yeah. Do you think riding gear is pretty much, okay for pandemic non-viral uh, spreading and protection? Uh, yes, but the helmet is a hard surface. Yeah. So so you'll have to wipe it down. Right. Would so, the, so if you wear your riding gloves and your pants and your and your Ducati jacket, I mean, is that enough well, protection? Well, but what, what that will protect you from is the fucking murder hornets. <laughs> you guys can't get a break up there. Yeah, that's pretty old. I'm going to go look at this Marini. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be I'll be waiting right here. <laughs> With bated breath.
So that was awkward, but I probably deserved it. Not necessarily for having no report for Blaine, but really for allowing some external things that I don't care about impact those that I absolutely care the most about. And I don't just mean motorcycles. Because at the time of this conversation, my work life and professional uncertainty were eating my lunch. I'd been spending a lot of time worrying or angry about things that I had little or no control over and not pursuing the things that actually bring joy. And worse, I was taking it out on those around me. Now, I don't think I'm building this up into something it isn't. Blaine really was just pouting that I didn't go see the Marini. But it did make me a little more aware of the ways that worrying about the future or the unknown really gets in the way of enjoying the things that I can engage with and do something about. Like right now. And at a time in history that will ultimately be defined by uncertainty and worry, losing that perspective is easy, almost inevitable. So as we go from here, expect just a couple more pity parties until it seems like the only sane thing to do is perhaps the most unreasonable. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hole in the Head Moto. Drop me a line. Better yet, subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. It is super helpful. I appreciate the feedback. So until the next one, take care.